The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our first non-Schlocktober episode. Sad. I know. Yeah. We had such a good time. Yeah, we did. So many releases <laughs> uh, during the uh, you know the Halloween month. It was amazing. But we're heading to the holidays. Oh, man. That's true. But we have a special gem in store today. Holy shit. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Uh, I'm the Groots. F you, Hunter. And Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte's here. Hi, boys. And Borgs. And Borgs. <laughs> boys and Borgs. Yeah. We have so much to unpack here. We have so much to unpack, and I'm very excited to be a part of it. This movie is a true, uh, like, gem of independent filmmaking. Yes. It's from the Astron 6 people. This is... Manborg. That's right. From Not cyborg. Manborg. 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 From, from 2011. This movie's fucking stupid awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me, it's funny because <clears throat> I came across this and you'd already seen it, but yeah. I came across this because I was trying to look up uh, Kung Fury and it had suggestions. And I remember running across this one other time. I was like, let me check out the trailer for Manborg. And Instantly, I was like, we've got to cover this fucking movie. Oh, the yeah. trailer alone says, this is a fucking beautiful disaster. It is wild. I best described it as a bunch of theater kids drinking way too much Red Bull and putting this together in a couple days. <laughs> yes. Like, it is insane. That sounds about right. Yeah, no, I actually, um, I found this movie because I saw a trailer that they made uh, <laughs> that they put on the internet called Biocop. Some oh. years ago, and I saw the trailer for Biocop, and I was like, what the hell are these people doing? And then it was like, hey, uh, we have a movie out. And I was like, okay, I got to see that shit. <laughs> and it was perfect. Now, you said on the DVD for <clears throat> Manborg that the trailer for Biocop's on there. And then we yes. discovered right before we started recording that Manborg is on Prime right now. And if you wait till after the credits, there's the trailer for Biocop. Goddamn right. Yeah. Because this movie checks in at like an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> it's pushing it. It's it's not really like a super long flick. Uh, but yeah. A lot they, of green screen. Oh, All yeah. green screen. Groots, honestly, with the movies that you find, I'm so curious about the porn that you watch. <laughs> because you watch the craziest shit. And Hunter Indeed. found this movie, showed me the trailer. I was so stoked about it. We talked to you about it. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's a great flick. It's a great flick. I'm like, what the fuck are you I, doing with your time, Groots? <laughs> I'm never surprised at this point when I see some bonkers-ass <laughs> movie. I'm like, dude, we should check this out. And you're like, oh, I already own it. Like, of, of course you do. I mean, if my porn doesn't have green screen involved, <laughs> Same. I, I, I'm not digging it. Same. Can't get off. <laughs> Cannot climb right, it. Let's go into the very small plot of <laughs> yes. Manborg. Manborg. So we, we get up and there's... Uh, Starts up and there's 
battles going on and the little, you know, uh, introduction. It lets us know that it's Hell War. And um, Hell's yep. won. And who's leading the um, army from Hell? Oh, I want to say it. I want to say it. I want to say it. All right. Count Draculon. Count which Dracula. I assume is a cyborg Dracula. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah, Kilborg, cyborg. I'm not really sure. They, he sounds they like th- Dracula. They throw out a lot of Borgs. There's a lot of Borgs at the end of things. But what's great is is not only is he you know obviously <laughs> Count Dracula, but in a much more hardcore way. But they made sure to give him the Dracula like accent too. Where so it's not just that he you know he's a vampire, but Staying with the character of Dracula. He sounds like the Count on Sesame Street. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. And there's really no backstory as to how all this happened. No. Well, no, we find out later on kind of how this happened. Oh, we will get to that. But there's a little bit confusing because the opening battle scene, um, all the humans are in World War II fatigues. Yes. It looks like a shot from Saving Private Ryan. But then later on, I, I don't think that it was taking place in the 40s, because... Uh, They're in Future Town. Yeah. Everything is future hyper Well, yeah, it starts out, the early scene is, yeah, it, it, it's like in the past, apparently. Somewhere, sometime. Somewhere, sometime. Like, they're shooting old guns. Like, it's... I mean, it sounds like the time of Streets <clears throat> of Fire. Where they have no idea what time period it is. They're just like, screw it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then our protagonist, Manborg, <laughs> uh, his his brother, he and his brother are serving together. His brother dies in combat. And he's like... Well, he's dying. He's dying, And yes. then Count Dragulon grabs him. And his brother makes this like big, like... Or right before, he's like, it's not about killing... It's about family. <laughs> and then Count Dracula grabs him, and as vampires do, he's like, oh, time to suck this dude's blood. Suck and, the blood. Yeah. And he says, uh, what is it? They uh, they taste so much better when they still have hope. <laughs> That's deep. a great line, yeah, actually. Yeah, it is. That's hashtag, so evil. Hashtag deep. <laughs> great line, great line. I take pleasure in it. And, of course, um... Our future hero, Manborg, when he's still human, freaks out and tries to attack and gets killed. Yeah, he, he there's like about, what, maybe 10 seconds where Dragulon has his fucking sword and, you know, Man, yep. Manborg is using his gun and that's not good. And then he just holds him up and tells his minions, just shoot the shit out of this human. You know, that's yep. it. He's not Manborg yet. Well, yeah. He's a human. Yeah. At this point. And that's our Robocop scene yeah. where he gets shot to pieces, but he's Murphy. This is this is Murphy before he's Robocop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then he's dying or dead and he gets dragged away and then we have a montage. 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 A cyborg creation montage <laughs> where he is made yep. basically and that's what begins the rest of the movie. And then we're in Future City. Can we mention, though, the special effects of this, <laughs> especially during the montage scene? Like, clearly, the entire film, spoiler alert, the entire film is shot in front of a green screen. They use claymation, they use stop motion, yep. and terrible effects. Holy shit. Just, it's, it's awful. No, this is definitely... 
it, this movie was designed to be uh, like a homage to the old like VHS movies well, that's, from that's, like the er, like the mid eighties. That's why I brought up like the, with Kung Fury, which is just blatantly like a yeah. as a trip video game eighties action, yeah. and this kind of is the same thing. And you find out as Manborg finds his crew. You have as many generic things as you can for part of his crew. First guy he runs into, we're in Future City, and you see <laughs> the um, kill bogs or whatever, <laughs> fucking um, take you know fighting this one dude, and he's a kung fu expert. Doesn't wear a shirt through the entire movie, and his name is Number One Man. Yep, that he doesn't have a name. Just Number, Number one, one Man. man. Yeah, Number One Man. And he is uh, dubbed. Yeah. By some American. <laughs> With a completely different voice from what his voice is. It's a scraggly dude in his 50s voice for this guy that's, this he's, Asia guy that's in his 20s? I don't know, like... He's like, I am the hero. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> you know, it's like the worst dubbing ever. It is, I am a stereotype of these types of movies. But he looks just like goddamn Liu Kang from fucking Mortal Kombat. Yes. I mean, like yes. the red bandana, fucking no shirt on, like whatever karate pants, like, and it's literally his fighting style, you're just want to hit like up A, up B, like it's, it's literally <laughs> just all the same moves from goddamn Mortal Kombat. But Manborg rolls up Tries, I guess, to help him out. Unsuccessful. Him and number one man, they get captured. Yep. By the some guy evil Nazi bolt kill box. What like. was silly as shit about this guy? He's like a main bad guy in this movie, and I didn't catch his name. He just looked goofy as shit. But we just got out of Halloween, and I spent a lot of time in Halloween stores. And his mask looked like they picked it up from a spirit. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. put too much on the budget. You yeah. mean, you're talking about the Baron. Yes. Oh, the Baron. The Baron. And, right. like, he would talk and his mouth wouldn't move because the mask wouldn't move with his mouth. It was so goofy. What's, yeah. what's great? God damn it. All right. So, <laughs> as a setup, you see Manborg and everybody's captured, and you get introduced to two of the other characters, Justice and Nina. And Justice is looks like an apocalyptic Billy Idol with an obnoxious Australian accent. <laughs> and Nina is straight up if you just took in live action anime character. Yep. And but Baron comes in, he's like, you know, you will learn, and like the the bad, the evil guy, like taunting shit, like he's just arms straight up and like they obviously the outfits like has the overcoat with the goddamn pretty much Nazi um, thing wrapped around his arm. They definitely had the uh, like that sort of dystopian like yeah. uh, fascist tone but going on. So fucking like just right, you will bow down before my power and then walks out of the room and then holy shit later we get the introduction you, t- you talk about it man because I was thrown off, and you were just waiting for our reaction. Oh my god, he has such a crush <laughs> on the girl, the 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 sister of the Billy Idol the dude, the anime girl. The anime girl. He has such a uh, prisoner number seven is what he calls yeah. her. Yeah. 
And he is trying to woo her through the whole fucking movie. It's so <laughs> it's bizarre so funny. because when he's around his other henchmen, he's just like, you know, we will teach them pain. And he's always like, I don't know. Do you think she talked to me? Like, it's so goddamn weird, man. Do you think she likes flowers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, this so- dude's missing his eyes. Like, it's a charred face, <laughs> fucking missing eyes, evil, evil. And then like, well, I don't know. Like, what would she like? Like. I've never seen anything like I that. I dated those kind of guys in middle school. <laughs> you dated Cenobites in well, middle okay, school? Well, <laughs> okay, I, I had a little higher standard yeah. than that. But the, they had both eyes. I don't know. baffling, bumbling, like, flirting. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Very okay. weird, awkward, awkward we, guys. We learned, by the way, or while they're still in prison, um, Manboard doesn't know who he is. And someone asked him, and he's like, well, I'm Man. I'm Borg. I'm Manborg, and there you go. Like, you there know, you go. that's that's he's like, I guess that's my name, and you that's got, when you got the calls fucking him. line from the movie. You know, yeah. there it is. <laughs> oh man! So yes, they are all captured, and they are made to uh, fight in gladiatorial combat, a la Thor Ragnarok. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they're all like in this arena, and they have to fight. Claymation, claymation, motherfuckers, etc. Yeah, it's it's hilariously bad, uh, but they are prevailing. Yeah, and it gets to the Each. point where where Manborg has to fight the champion. Well, before that, we we each character has their their style. Right, right. You know, like yeah, Australian. You know, Billy Idol has he loves his guns and just yeah shoots somebody and has his. Weird Australian corp, you know. Yeah, he he's he's got his John Woo action yeah. with two guns. Obviously, number one man kung fu action all over the place. I will say, number one man punches a guy's head off. Yeah, like yeah. he punches him so hard he punches his head off. Mortal Kombat, back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then Nina, the anime girl. God damn it! If every time she goes to fight one of them, the the quick action thing that you get from all the animes. Keeps happening. I was like, "Oh man, they're not even, they are doing this so much on fucking purpose." Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's throwing knives. That's her thing. Yeah, like she throws knives, and yeah. <laughs> and then of course, Manborg doesn't understand what he is yet. So like, he doesn't understand his power or or all the shit he has like built in. But during him. the middle of that, his fucking. Gatling gun shit comes off and he starts fucking he disintegrates some dude just goes off yep. and guy turns into fucking just roast beef man. exactly um, the effects on that are hilarious because it is mostly just like stop motion or claymation stuff and he like just explodes a dude with yeah. his fucking like arm Gatling gun <laughs> situation <laughs> And Baron's Hilarious. pissed, man, because, like, yeah, they yeah. win. And it's like, humans win. And Baron's like, oh, we, oh we've got to talk about Dr. Scorpius. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, because he's like, what the fuck, man? They weren't supposed to win. He yells at this doctor who, um, I guess, earlier seen, like, is um, crippled or he has a cane. And the Baron, yeah. like, knocks him over because he's, you know, more powerful than him. I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, you knock down a cripple. Yeah. yeah. That's funny, right? And then we get... Another scene of the Baron still trying to actually. I think he talks to Doctor about like, oh, what do you think she would like? And he's still fucking obsessed with the anime chick. Holy fuck! <laughs> but yeah, they bring Manborg in, a la again Thor Ragnarok to fight 
The champion. The champion. Oh, wasn't there a point where the Baron is all stressed out about hitting on the girl, and he lights a cigarette, and the doctor's oh, yeah. like, yeah, the doctor's like, I thought you quit. And he's like, meh, and just waves his hand. It's so weird. It's silly. It, <laughs> there's so much, like, stupid humor in this movie, which yeah. is what makes it great. Exactly. This is exactly what sells everything in this movie, because you can look past all the bad effects and all the bullshit because it's so tongue-in-cheek and it's supposed to be and they did such a great job with it yeah in that sense oh we're gonna get into it because all right so manborg fucking beats the champion comes back and then has right. to sit down with dr scorpius who then goes into i actually created you because i needed to make a weapon to defeat the armies of hell because Dun, dun, dun. I'm responsible for the armies of hell coming up because I was working on an experiment on my computer and I hit the wrong code. And then all of a sudden, the gate to hell opened up, which is amazing because you see him in the flashback, you see the gate of hell opening, and then you automatically see him start hitting the max space button on his keyboard, like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Which is like so fucking awesome. That is probably the funniest part of the entire movie. We, I think we had to watch it like a couple times. I mean, that's what I would do. Like, control, yes. delete, control, oh, delete. fuck, I opened the gates to hell. Backspace, backspace, fuck. Uh. How do I fix this? Oh no. Where's the taskmaster? <laughs> Yes, so he feels guilty, and he, uh, uh, you know, apparently rescued uh, Manborg, pre-Manborg, yeah. Uh, yeah, as he was dying, and, and built him into a fucking cyborg. Yeah, and, he used some it, Robotech that was just laying around. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, very yeah. technical terms here. Great montage there, but, uh, you know, it's... He, he gives him the future cassette. Another fun thing about this oh movie is that a lot of stuff is referenced as future this and future that. And he hands him future cassette. <laughs> it's clearly a cassette. It's clearly a cassette, but they call it a future cassette because they're in the future. And That's it does right. have some powers, as we see later on. Yeah, we do. Apologizes to him for getting him in this mess. And then a weird attempted fist bump, but Manborg can't get his hand to make a fist, so it's fist hand oh my god pump? i don't know oh my god how uh, awkward is all that? i know is that like in the gladi- gladiator what do they call it the terror opticon <laughs> yes did you uh, write down yeah i forgot to write down what that actually was yeah uh yeah so manborg defeats the champion with a elbow missile yeah that's right that he didn't knew he had you know he's just like psh, eh, fucking awesome so Doctor, let's freeze him, right? Like he's like, all right, yes. you know what? I'm gonna you and your crew get the fuck out of here. Open, get some out of prison, so Manborg can escape and figure out a way, I guess, to win the day or whatever. Which is great because you see them get out and they're they run out of the, their prison cells and they're trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of there. And then we cut back again to the Baron. Oh my! With unfortunate timing, because he has flowers. He got her flowers. So yes, the Baron. She likes flowers. I don't know. Like he's so not confident for such an evil motherfucker. He has anxiety issues, (laughs) and 
obviously you can't quit smoking either. He's just to quote him after he realizes that she's gone. She was always prisoner number one to me. (laughs) Oh. Why don't you say nice things like that to me? I don't know. I guess my face is all charred (laughs) up and I'm not missing my eyes. I don't know. But yeah, so they figured out how to break through future lock because again, everything has future because they're like, oh, this future lock won't work. Man Borg, who just shoots the the lock and then it has a check mark and lets them out. And then there's this harrowing scene of special effects where they jump on a hover bike and oh they be chased by yeah. the uh, Killborgs in their hover... Hoverboard? Hoverboards? Yeah, hover, like yeah. Lights. Yeah, it was... I mean, everything looked like it was a, a video game from 1998. Yeah. Like, it really, like, did not look good, but it was meant to be. But, yeah, so they fucked them up. And then, I don't, I'm not really sure with um, Australian Billy Idol, but he's freaking the fuck out as they're, like, going through the streets, and he's realizing, he's like, that, that guy, that guy's has house made a newspaper and he's got garbage on his head and like was he in prison like where did he go before he got to prison because he seems weirded out by dystopian um, poor people yeah poor people he's like what the fuck that guy's got a newspaper for house like it's so weird but in the again very exaggerated Australian accent everything he said was fucking hilarious and of course you know we come to find out that He's not much of a reader. God oh my damn. god, yeah. So they find a safe house. Oh. So they go to the safe house and they number one man and Australian Billy Idol are trying to like cook some food. So they're trying to make like mac and cheese and they're reading the instructions on the back of the mac and cheese box. And <laughs> you can see Billy Idol like struggling to figure it out. And number one man is like, oh, you just add four cups of water and set it to a boil. And, like, it's like the three stooges and trying to make this mac and cheese. But then we, and we find out that, like, Billy Idol can't read. Yeah. Like, what kind of schools does this future have? <laughs> it, it, I, I, that's the thing. I guess he was um, isolated from homelessness and reading. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because um, a little side part in this is Anime Girl uh, ends up leaving to go fight this other character we haven't talked about, this, like, girl that was right. a bad person. Or was her friend at one point? A friend at one point, yeah. yeah. Got pulled away and then now is part of the evil right. crew. And she is a harassment. Um, but she leaves and she writes this note and leaves the note. And Australian <laughs> Billy Idol is like, oh, she left this note. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what it says. It, she's just gone. She's just gone. And number one man was like, "Oh, she's on a suicide mission to go, you know, do whatever she's doing," and he starts freaking out. But it's just <laughs> silly as shit that this dude can't read. So in the meantime, Manborg decides, "Oh shit, I have a future tape deck that can play the message future from future cassette." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna play the cassette from. Dr. Scorpius, who is like, all right, if you're uh, a la Obi-Wan, he shows up hologram to give him the wisdom that he needs to share, which is just kind of weird because the wisdom is, yeah, um, you you just need to train and then defeat Count Draculon. So we get 
motherfucking montage again. Montage number montage. two. Which is weird because all the characters are training, and this was pre-recorded is what you feel like, right? Right. But then he's reacting to what they're doing. He's like, good job. That's going to take them out. And you're like, wait, did what he was recording, did he pause? Hold on, hold on. It's future cassette. Oh, okay. Future cassette. Exactly. Is pretty much a Skype or a Zoom to the portal to hell where he is. Okay. All right. All right. That that helps explain it. Thank you. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm pretty much dead, but like he still keeps you know giving instructions. And uh, he does reveal. Doctor Scorpius reveals that like he was the one that saved him and uh, all that shit. Yeah. But fucking A, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, our heroes are getting ready to... Oh, well, I guess they realize Nina, the anime girl, has bounced out. She's going to get, I guess, revenge? Or what's her deal with the other chick? She's going to go kill that bitch. Okay. She's going to go kill that bitch. Best, best she can, I guess. I don't know, you know? <laughs> Which is amazing because they end up having a fight scene. So you have girl fight, which is amazing. And then we had Gruz's favorite part, which was cun punch in the girl fight, <laughs> was which amazing. was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. She's already there. Our heroes are like, all right, we got our montage training. Let's go start some shit. And then the, uh, and then the, the girl villain turns into a giant uh, stop motion yes. cre- creature Which thing. they look so fucking fake, but you kind of are like, they also look kind of badass. Oh yeah, no, no, dude. I'm, oh, I was good with it. Totally, I was so good with it. Totally invested. I describe it kind of like in uh, RoboCop 2 when they're trying to come up with, <laughs> yes, yeah, bring up RoboCop 2. Yeah. Um, when they're trying to make a new RoboCop and yeah. like the thing pulls its head off and it's kind of skeletorish and stuff and then like shoots itself in the head. That kind of like claymation that looks kind of tight. Like it looks good. It doesn't look. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, stop motion. I love it. I mean, we had that in RoboCop 1 with Ed 209. Oh, yeah. That was stop motion. And it still holds up. It's fucking amazing. I said this before, man. We're, we're covering RoboCop too, so it's oh, it's gonna yeah. happen. So yeah, no, it's yeah, definitely. We're on for that. So by the way, while there's the chick fight, um, it seemed like they stole the sounds of Final Fantasy because, <laughs> sadly enough, for years and years, one of my roommates would play Final Fantasy. So I have all those sounds when like you would fight different characters. And literally, that's the sound, which, of course, again, makes sense because it's the anime girl that's doing that. So, yeah. Right. All right. No, it, this definitely played like a video game, uh, you know, from the late 90s a lot. And I realized something. Um, Australian Billy Idol. Yeah. I was like, some of his taglines seem familiar. And I realized, oh, he's just stealing from Mel Gibson's character from Lethal Weapon. Because literally, <laughs> he, like, comes in and takes out three guys, and he's like, sorry for crashing your party. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's at least one of the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. One that, of my that favorite about right. scenes from that is he was definitely dancing with himself when he was dancing and shooting the <laughs> yeah. guns. He was absolutely oh, you mean the Michael Jackson where he does, like part of a moonwalk and then like shimmies to one side and shoots a guy that <laughs> shimmies to the other side oh Ugh. my god dude and 
when when did the awkward fist bump happen? You remember that? Was that the beginning? You talking about with the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. when he gave him the cassette, that's when that that weird. Yeah, fist it was bump the happened. weird like fist bump. It was like, oh wow, this is the whitest moment of yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, this dumpster fire. So pretty much, uh, we see where I guess everybody's kind of matched up. You know, like anime chicks fighting her former best friend. Um, number one man is fighting the Baron because we find out number one man um, was put in charge of forced to train all of their armies right. and then in the process ripped out the Baron's eyes. So, of course, they're matched up to fight each other and then pretty much... So everybody kind of takes care of their business. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> Justice goes over to help his sister and she's on the ground, and she's pointing over to the spec. <laughs> she's like, you need to use those. And he's like, I don't know what they are. And he's looking, and it's a big label that says, grenades. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, all right, sound it out. Sound, sound it, it out. out. We could do uh, it. Go. E, uh, Backwards three? What? Oh, grenades. I need to use those. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. And then we get the final big boss fight. I love any Nintendo game. Right, right, right. I, I want to stop you for just a second All because right. I forgot a moment that we need to address. Is when we had the future tape sequence and uh, Holy his, his shit. brother his brother shows up. Well, that's after. That's at the very end. Is that at the very that's end? very end. Yeah, oh, we got to oh, wait never, on that. Never, never that, mind. Because that is the best line of the fucking... But that's okay. the very, very end. Never mind. I, I forgot the sequence. Yeah, because... Of this, this one-hour movie. This movie was hard to follow. <laughs> it was an hour, but it was... It was so, Manborg shows up to the main headquarters. Everybody's got their own fights. And who rolls up but Count Draculon 2.0. Which, it looks a lot like what we saw at the beginning of the movie. Except he's, like, got, like... His face is all more fucked up, and he's like battle armored up and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's just a big, gross motherfucker. Uh, and he's beating the fuck out of Manborg, and finally Manborg was like, "Fuck this noise!" and like pops out a la Robocop that blade out of his hand and stabs him right in the neck, which I guess is how you yep. kill Count Dragulon. Is you just have to fucking stab him in the neck, and there you go. But right before that happens. He fucking laser beams the fuck out of Nina, anime girl. She's fucking yep. down for the count. You're right. So yes. But they look. They 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 defeated the big baddie. Everybody's happy except for you know, just his sister is lying there dead. And then Doctor Scorpius had said earlier to Manborg, "You have a special ability in you to help somebody." And he rises. I don't know what, what would you call that? Like I don't know, like heart serum, <laughs> hearts or something yeah, like some, some kind of side. But there's some like blue like serum, glowing shit that he pulled out of his heart cavity, and he pours it down her throat, <laughs> and she comes back to life. Oh shit! But that's the stuff that keeps her alive. We can't really plan this out very well. Could he not gotten like halfies? Like she gets half, he gets half. Like all right, so we're both alive. <laughs> so he's dying, and then up, oh, who pops up now? Hologram Doctor Scorpius again, and he brings in. God damn it! The brother, the brother into the hologram, and the brother <laughs> says. 
Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Remember, I died at the beginning. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, at first he goes, hey, bro, it's me, your brother. Like, yeah. I died in the beginning. <laughs> and God said, damn it. And then he says, it's okay. There's no heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see Manborg with the saddest, confused look on his face. Like, oh, my God, there's no heaven? It's like they just said... Hell sent his brother just to fuck with Manbor before, <laughs> by the way, he dies at the end of this movie because that's the final thing he hears before he dies is his dead brother telling him there's no heaven. Dead. He looks sad and then he dies. Because you always think, oh, wait, they're going to figure out some way to bring him back. Nope. Next thing you know, a bunch of gates of hell start popping open. You get your three remaining characters that get in <laughs> fight position ready to go because it's like all right looks like we're gonna have to take out some more fucking like demons and then credits credits so man <laughs> fucking dead like they they didn't even try he finds out there's no heaven and then <laughs> dead oh and he my finds out from there's no heaven from his brother which in it in and of itself is is a weird ass existential like quandary because how the fuck did his brother come back in a vision in a video yeah like what the fuck is happening like this movie's amazing I think we did a pretty good job considering the length of this movie <laughs> to stretch this out as far as we can because like it was no this is not a picture right. I didn't mean to interrupt this I'm sorry I was just documenting <laughs> but it's a short movie but we went into a lot of detail I strongly suggest checking it out and again, and I brought it up at the beginning of this podcast, but there is the most amazing bonus, both on the DVD oh, yeah. and on Prime. Because at the beginning of this, on Prime, it has and it says, stay tuned for, like... And y'all, after this episode, please, I highly encourage you to go to Prime and watch this. This is an hour of your time. You will not regret it. It is amazing. We are still in quarantine watch this fucking movie and after you watch this movie please watch this 10 minute trailer because holy shit yeah because it goes it goes into some credits I guess just your basic like the main actors which we find out that people took on several roles not surprised at all but then bam we get into Biocop trailer Biocop trailer I'm in love you had hyped this shit up oh my god but I was still blown away it's what? How long would you say? Like five minutes? It's a five-minute trailer, oh. and it's a it's a fake trailer for a movie that doesn't exist. It and needs exist. Sadly. I wish we find out how we can get this started. Groots, I, I wish said, it was made. God damn it, Groots! You said you found a shirt of this at a con, and I'm yes. definitely trying to borrow your shirt. I definitely I wear it. definitely saw this shirt. Think it was Atomic Cotton. I don't remember, but it. I bought that shirt. Like, holy fuck! This is a biocop shirt. So let's just go into the trailer because it's it's technically my in my viewpoint part of the movie. Oh, it is a part of Man. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it starts out as every '80s, like you know, the streets had to be controlled. You know, the street where the streets were out of control and only one person. And then you cut to biocop, and his first line is. I want to die. <laughs> He's just melting and in pain. And nobody, 
seems to react <laughs> that he just wants to fucking die. He's this cop. He's like, no, he's he's not taking no for an answer. He's like, please kill me, and just melting, <laughs> and his eyes fall out, and, and squirting his, shit everywhere. Yeah, and squirting like, shit guts come out. There's a scene where this fucking skinhead <laughs> fucking grabs his lady's purse, and Biocop just throws up and slips, and the guy falls and smashes his head, and then Biocop just kills him. But, like, his partner is just, like, they're in the car, and he's just like, please kill me. He's like, oh, man, you're so funny, man. And he's like, why am I alive? And nobody why? would acknowledge him. And then he shoots himself in the head in one scene to kill himself, and then he's like, oh, shit, I'm so alive. But the trailer keeps going over. There's this new drug on the streets called Drugs with a Z. Yes, please. Yep. Can I have some? Um, and pretty much, I guess... Biocop is the only cop that can stop the drugs, drugs from getting Ugh. like spread. And the guy's like, "There's only one Biocop. Why can't we stop him?" But somewhere in the trailer, his partner's like, "Dude, we did it, man!" And high fives. And Biocop's like, "No!" And then next thing you know, his partner is absorbed into him, like the thing. Yeah, where right. his face is now in Biocop. Which I guess is where that's the final straw with the captain because the captain says, "I want your badge." And Biocop just starts throwing up in a and badge. And throws comes out up of- his badge. <laughs> Why was this movie not made? Holy shit! I I want to see that so. Yeah. Bad. To answer- the, main, the main drug kingpin, oh I guess, figures out how to also become a bio monster. Yeah. To answer your future question of what I would pair this with, which I do have another answer, is I would pair uh, this movie with this trailer and that fictitious movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. Is there but... a GoFundMe for this? God damn Please. it. Please. Hey, between the power of GUI, I think y'all can make this movie. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Machete. It it, it does. Uh, like, I got to say, the Astron 6 people are fucking brilliant. They're doing amazing things, and uh, I want to watch everything they've ever done. <laughs> Which, by the way, I got to plug, they did this movie called The Editor, which is an homage to uh, the giallo genre. It's so goddamn good. I'll definitely have to check out some Everything they've done has been fucking amazing. It, it, you know, it, it, it's on the wolf cop spectrum, yeah. you know? Like it's it's just so fun and so ridiculous genre. And show. honestly, Love I it. would put this. It's just kind of like they have the same mentality. It seems like as like trauma with just mm-hmm. the fuck it. Just let's have fun and do what we're gonna do. Oh. So I would say you could pair this up. I would if you want to do anything. I'd say pair it up with anything trauma. You know, yeah, like, definitely. You know, yeah. High, fucking toxic. Anything like that would be like a good kind of pair up of like kind of the same mentality from the studio and definitely do not get me wrong this was a terrible movie but this <laughs> was a fantastic movie like it was definitely everything was very intentional the shittiness and the awfulness is intentional and it's done amazing where it's an extremely enjoyable flick it's very enjoyable it's an hour of your time you will not regret it like it's it's a lot of fun is there anything you would feel like you would you would try to? Ooh, uh, if I was gonna pair this in a double feature, it would definitely be. Uh, we talked about it earlier about like Kung Fury stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Maybe Turbo Kid, you know. Oh, yeah. I love. See, Turbo I want to say Turbo Kid, but I feel like I've used Turbo Kid too much on pairing because. Well, because you I should love. always watch Turbo Kid. I, I, that's how much I love that fucking movie. It's it, it it's just that kind of genre, like stupid. Yeah, you know, and definitely. What I would pair this up with, this is kind of out there. Uh, bear with me. Um, disclaimer: I was sheltered and have not seen a lot of movies. Like, I just watched Beetlejuice for the first time this year, and I'm 29 years old. Um, <laughs> I've never seen Jaws. I've never seen Goonies. I've never seen, you know, so there's a lot of what I haven't seen. But um, kind of out there. But what I would pair this up with for a flashback of Beautiful Disasters is Night Train to Terror. Oh, because, yes. because of the claymation. Yes, I think they use very similar claymation in Night Train to Terror as they did with Man. We haven't done. There's only a few that have claymation. Of Good callback. Yeah. yeah. Good callback. Yeah. No. Who's definitely. on that episode of? Uh, oh, I think I might have been. <laughs> She's trying to get her listenership lady. up. She's like, all right. So you should check out the uh, one of the other ones I'm on and pair that up. Wait, that was, was an early episode. Was yeah. that one of the episodes where y'all were recording on the laptop mic instead uh, of the microphone? We don't, we don't talk about that anymore. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. probably, yeah. Please excuse the first five or six episodes. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. Content's good. We got it now. We got it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got the actual mic working. All right, so let's divert <laughs> away from that. Uh, so, uh, anyhow. Call Dale out. Oh, my God. God damn. But, it, again, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Most oh. people I know have Prime. Check it out. We don't know how long it's going to be on there, but, you know, take advantage of it while it's still there. Oh, considering its budget, it's going to be on there forever. You hope so. But they still <laughs> they still pull so. stuff. I mean, I, I was shocked. I got used to watching Terrifier on Netflix. I assumed that that would just stay on there. And sadly, on Halloween, discovered they took Terrifier off of Netflix. So oh, you man. can't always trust that that low-budget movie that's doing well is going to stay on that streaming site. So Having said all of that, seriously, guys, date night for your significant other or just date night for yourself. Like, please spend an hour of your time watching this movie. It is a lot of fun. The effects are hilarious. The dialogue is hilarious. The characters are great. It's just an hour. It'll be a great laugh. Like, I <laughs> highly enjoyed this movie in this episode. Hell yes. Yeah, Everything about this was super fun time. Um, all right, so we want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, so definitely check out Beautiful Disasters on Facebook. Uh, you can check us out or, or actually contact us directly, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> uh, you can check out all of the amazing Geeks of the Influence podcast. Um, on the website www.guipodcast.com. Um, there's how many on the network? I haven't lost count. Oh, like so. eight shows. Yeah, something something like I, that, I don't even know. Like all it. great quality shows. So check it out. So. And we are just past Halloween. If you still need your horror fix, we have From the Mouths of Madness, which Fuck I think yeah. Mister <laughs> Fu Hunter is also on. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's a great show. Y'all being married <laughs> to the man that does all of the podcasts. <laughs> like, I don't do them all. You literally do every single one of them. I do, I do a lot, so. But anyhow. There's uh, a lot to listen to. Enjoy it. We're in quarantine. Listen to these podcasts. They're great. 
Now we are gonna again. We're gonna start getting the holiday season. We've got a couple picked out, but you know, if you have some some holiday suggestions, you know. Oh yeah. Put it on this. Uh, put it on our site. Email us. Let us know if you think there might be something that you think is a definite beautiful disaster holiday movie. And if you want to get in the holiday spirit, it's 16 minutes long. Go watch Treevenge. Oh, I, I bring that up. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Tree, Treevenge. Treevenge. Yeah. Usually once we get to December, every podcast I do, I'm like, he, and don't forget to watch Treevenge. I am married to this man, and I invite him to my families and my friends' families, and every time we go for the holidays, he gets my normal friends and my normal family to watch Treevenge. You have to watch it. That's and all there is to it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's wild to see regular people react to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, Thanks for having me on, guys. This was a blast. Absolutely. Like, I thoroughly... I usually watch the movies with them um, when other guests are on, uh, but this was this was a blast. This was a great time. Please watch this movie. <laughs> Hell yes. All right. Uh, so hit us up if uh, you have any suggestions. And uh, for Beautiful Disasters, I'm the Groots. F.U. Honor. And Charlotte. Thank you for listening. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.